Well, I got a couple of guests today joining me on the show today. Uh, you know, uh, former representative and Senator John Prose, but there's also another guy uh, that you may not know, and that is former representative David Rutledge. And you guys are not only good friends of mine, but also hosts of a new podcast called The Isle. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Great, Johnny. Thank you. Hey, hey, it's it's wonderful to be with you, Johnny, be with your audience. Um, and this guy, um, Senator, former Senator John Prose, is a good friend, uh, even though we don't agree on a lot of things. There are a lot of things we do agree on. Sure. And those lots of things kind of brought us together. Absolutely. That's exactly right. Yeah, and let's talk a little bit about the origin story of of this podcast because you guys have worked together, uh, and like you said, you may have had some differences being in different sides of the aisle, but you've come together not only when you were in legislature, but also you've come together and remained uh, great friends and lifelong friends since then. But um, how did this this whole idea of uh, a podcast first come about? I'll tell you, it was it was an experience. Um, in our first, in my first year out of the legislature, and David and I have had the opportunity to work together across chambers, right? We didn't serve together at the same time in the Michigan House of Representatives, but we did serve together across chambers. And and I got to know David because of, of something that happens in Lansing that not many people know about. Uh, but the House, on a monthly basis, gets together for a fellowship meeting. No, no, nobody else is invited other than legislators and former legislators. The Senate does the same thing. And I participated in these conversations and got to really understand and know my colleagues better because we took time to listen to each other and to know more about what their story is. And Johnny, you know that because you're, you, you get people to tell stories, right? In your podcast and so forth. I got to know David's story. David got to know my story. We got to know stories of who our friends are in the legislative process, even those that we don't always agree with. And I came to respect my colleagues more. It struck me that there isn't a place for our our folks in elected and appointed positions to have that conversation. And so I reached out to David and said, David, we know how good fellowship can be if we listen to each other just a little bit more. Can you join me on a journey here? And Boy, David, I don't know if you agree this has been a good idea, but we're having a great time doing it, aren't we? It's It's been special. And uh, what's rewarding for me is the large cross-section of, of uh, public servants mm-hmm. and appointed uh, individuals that we've had the opportunity to sit down uh, with and get to know a little better. And in the process, have our audience get to know them a little better. I, I just want to bring up to you one little item that won't be lost on you. Mm-hmm. You ask the average person, anybody on the street, um, what do they think about the legislature? And it, and they'll point thumbs down. Sure, they don't like it. They don't like the rancor. They don't like you know. It just from the from the outside in, it looks like um, people are arguing all the time and they don't get anything done. Uh, but John Prose and I know there's a different side because we've seen it from the inside. Yeah, and there are uh, absolutely times that you can get things done, but it comes out of 
understanding and learning the person that you're dealing with maybe across the aisle. Absolutely. And for, for people in, in Southwest Michigan to get to know you, David, a little bit better, tell me a little bit more about uh, what your career in legislature has been like. I, I, uh, I'm originally from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I came to, uh, to Michigan right out of the Air Force and because uh, I got accepted to, uh, to a great university, the University of Michigan to law school. I have always had an interest in law not so much from the point of view of defending or prosecuting people, but where, but how laws are made. Uh, because in my background and where I came from, uh, I saw a lot of bad things happen uh, to people uh, under the guise of, of its policy or its, its the law. And I always wanted to be where those, uh, where, where I could have some impact on um, on those policies, those laws. So Absolutely. that's where I come from, and and that's uh, that's been my journey. Uh, I've been a township supervisor. I've sat on the board of trustees at uh, at a community college. I still do national work for community colleges. I've been a road commissioner, um, and and a state legislature. I, I, I yesterday evening I was with a guy and we were talking to a group of people and he was introducing me and he introduced he said is there anything that you haven't done <laughs> I, I, I just enjoy right. public service yeah I think the podcast was one of the things on the list you hadn't done yet and, you, and now you're uh, you're checking that box for sure um John tell me a little bit about some of these conversations obviously you've had uh, now, recorded uh, and produced a whole season now uh, of great conversations. What was one that really stuck out to you as, as one of your, your favorites or most engaging conversations? Thanks, Johnny. I'll tell you, each one of the, the, the episodes that we have video recorded and, and audio recorded uh, really give us an insight into the, the, the person that's on the other end of the line, yeah. right? And so David and I ask sometimes hard-hitting questions. Sometimes we just, just get to know who that person is, you know, our politicians and appointed officials, uh, we only see headlines and we only see right. the difficult decisions or the things that went wrong in somebody's political career or otherwise. Well, we got a chance to ask Senator Ken Horn um, out of the Saginaw area. Mm-hmm. And I, I had the chance to work with Ken. He's a wonderful friend. And, and I worked with him in the House of Representatives and in the Senate. Um, he just he told a story. And boy, David, I, I, I know you it impacted you, too. Um, he told a story of just a tragic situation in his life that really has defined who he is as a public servant. His his granddaughter, um, in a terrible accident at his own home, drowned at two and a half years old. Wow. And that has led to the publication of a book uh, that, that Senator Horn tells us in our video podcast, the Isle podcast, about what that journey was like to have lost his granddaughter and how it's now been been a published book that he hopes gives other people, other individuals who've had tragic losses in their lives, some hope themselves in in recovering from that that sort of tragedy. Um, and Ken Ken is just a really feeling guy as it is anyway. Yeah. But you would know him as the guy that helped to land the the General Motors um, uh, uh, battery plant with mm. some incentives that he helped to push through the legislative process. It's called Good Jobs Michigan. Well, that's the headline of the legislator. Right. 
but it's not the person that is the legislator. And Ken, boy, I'll tell you, he just gave us some really intense conversation around that story. And you can imagine what a tragedy it was. That's the one that sticks out amongst amongst six really great interviews that we did. Yeah, and I will say they were the fantastic. And like you said, it, it really sheds a light on on people that you may never know things about them. Um, and so you had great conversations. David, what was the one that really stuck out for you? The sheriff of uh, Washtenaw County, a person by the name of uh, Jerry Clayton, joined us in the aisle. And uh, <clears throat> I can't I can't begin to tell you uh, how amazed I think both John and I were with some mm -hmm. with some of the stories uh, that yeah. he told. One that sticks out in my mind is uh, well, a, a, there are actually two pieces to it. Number one, just how he got interested in law enforcement mm -hmm. and how he came from a, an area where he was raised by his grandparents and they had very hard times with law enforcement and he saw all of this and then he grow, he grows up and wants to be in law enforcement and now he has to he has to face his grandparents and they're asking the question why do you you saw how you know how law enforcement treats black people why do you why do you want to go there sure. and and they call it to him going to the dark side but mm -hmm. that was what he wanted to do in his passion. And I tell you, he's made a fantastic uh, sheriff and is sought after all over the country on a consulting basis mm -hmm. uh, around this issue of community policing. He also told us a story about George, uh, something, uh, an incident that happened in his county right after, I think it was a day after, John, the, um, yes. the George Floyd incident. And he mm -hmm. had a similar incident in Washtenaw County, wow. where he was called out uh, along with his, his deputies, and they had to be on scene uh, with a person. They actually had to talk the person out of the house. It could have been so, so tragic. But he points to the kind of um, uh, philosophy around policing that allowed them to de-escalate a situation that could have mm -hmm. turned out poorly in so many different ways. Absolutely. Yeah. And especially at that time too, it being even more uh, escalated than, uh, than mm -hmm. typically uh, for sure. Uh, I will say I give this uh, my stamp of approval, uh, not only because uh, my name's uh, on the producer line, um, but I will say uh, I've heard all, every conversation you guys have had uh, and you guys do a fantastic job. And, for people that usually are the ones answering questions, I will say you guys do a fantastic job of asking the questions too. That's, that's also really great. Um, but it I is, don't think we're, there's no professionalism when it comes to video podcasts or anything like that. We just, we know for a fact, Johnny, that these are good people. Yep. Um, and we may not always agree on the issues that come up in the legislative process, but God darn it. I know for a fact, they're good people. Absolutely. And their story gives insight into why it is they do what they do and why they're passionate. Now, uh, of course, uh, after hearing this and and people probably even saying, I didn't know you guys were doing a podcast. I'm sure a lot of people have already had conversations with you about that, but uh, they're up there and they're out there in the, the podcast world. How do we find this uh, aisle podcast? Yeah. So we did create a website uh, and and put up a website, theislepodcast.com. Theislepodcast.com is the easiest place to find 
the episodes themselves. Uh, and then, of course, we're, we're, we're making sure that we end up on all of those other places that you find your, your podcasts and your video podcasts. I, I do want to say that I think it's important. The reason we chose to do the video podcast and to have you help to produce it, Johnny. So thank you very much. Thank you, Johnny. Um, welcome. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think I think David and I both agreed that it, the picture says it all. Mm, if yeah. you, if, if, we just told you two of the individuals that we interview, uh, Senator Horn, the the physical response he had to giving his story about his daughter was was really important, yeah. and it was the same with Sheriff Clayton. He was he's he's visibly shaken by what happens to police these days, right? And he's also visibly shaken by by the anger and frustration of of the black community in many communities um, when it comes to policing and relationships with policing. So he talks about ways to try to solve those problems and how he has done mm -hmm. that in Washtenaw County. That's so critically important. So I think the video portion of it is really, really valuable. Not because you see David and me. I can trust you. <laughs> trust me on that one. Well, I, I I tell you, Johnny, we are I, ditto to the thank you part. Just I mean for you and your your insights. Hmm. But what our hope is that people who tune in, listen, and and see this podcast will have a different and deeper understanding of the people who are behind the policies that yeah. get made. The people who are are behind the discussions and debates that happen and, and have a deeper understanding about who those people are and what motivates them to do what they do. Uh, and uh, I dare say, I know I have uh, walked away from some of listening to some of our guests and, mm -hmm. and, and have a different opinion uh, about them. And that's what we want to we're trying to achieve. Yeah. The islepodcast.com. You definitely want to go check that out. Uh, you'll learn, like you said, you'll learn a lot about some, uh, some great people. Uh, now all I got to ask, is there going to be a season two? Uh, we're looking forward to a season okay. two, Johnny. Uh, we, we, we are in communications with some folks who agree that this is a good place for us to talk about civility, a good place for us to talk about what really makes an individual tick and how appointed and elected officials do their work. Uh, and then maybe as we see better civility, we see better engagement in the public then too, at a, such a divisive time in our history. John, would, hey, hey, John, uh, John Prose, you might want to uh, discuss the fact that we know this kind of activity is getting out. Uh, yeah, and that's our right. hope is that other legislator, legislatures around the country will take a look at how to pull people together in this mm -hmm. way we have validation that that at least is being heard uh, in some legislators, legislatures. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you want to be a guest or underwriter, check out the islepodcast.com because uh, looking for both. So Thank if you, you guys want to do that, uh, but guys, John and David, I've appreciated uh, your time. Uh, and I've also had a lot of fun uh, producing the podcast and having some fun with you guys and hearing great conversations. So thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedules and chatting with me about it. Appreciate Thank it, you for having us.